Good morning, Bokertov. Everyone, please help yourself to some coffee and donuts. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. In just 10 minutes, we can chart a course to a better version of ourselves. Thanks to the Ramchal and Mesil Sasharam. Very grateful to our anonymous sponsor. In memory of Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas, this morning is also sponsored by our beloved Moscow's family, Rafu Shlomo Chai Esther Tehila Bas Ariel Tzipora, Besosha Choli Israel. Also sponsored anonymously for Rafu Shlomo Chai Esther Tehila Bas Ariel Tzipora. Nolan Ben Libi and all who need a Rafua Shlema. We should hear only Besoros Tovos good news. They should have a complete, speedy, and painless Rafua Shlema. We are on the 21st chapter of the Mesil Susharam. The Ramchal has been talking to us how we become a Chassid. How do we become pious? How do we strive for greatness, not just to be good? How do we have spiritual ambition in our lives? How do we not simply coast, but how do we actually achieve in a very, very high way? So after defining what Chassidus is, and after setting the bar about where we can try to go, the Ramchal now told us what gets in the way, what are the obstacles and impediments, what are the problems. And he said, number one are the trodos vidaigos, fear, worry, anxiety. Chazanisha actually writes that, anxiety, that, that being anxious, having fear, not clinical anxiety, which is diagnosed and of course needs intervention, support, treatment, and is nobody's fault, but we're just talking about a general nervousness about life. He says is against halacha. You wouldn't turn a light on on Shabbos, and you wouldn't eat non-kosher, and a person shouldn't worry, because when you worry, what you're essentially doing is knocking God out of the equation. If you believe that everything happens, happens for a reason and a purpose, if you believe there's meaning and order, if you believe that nothing is random or chance, there is a Ribbon Shalom and He runs the world, and then you say, I take my initiative, I make my best effort, I do all that I can do, and after that I let go and I let God. But if I don't let go, and I don't let God, and I think I'm in charge, I'm in control, and I worry, then I've essentially sidelined the Almighty. I've marginalized the Ebeshter, the Ribbon Shalom, and that's an Isser, no less significant than driving on Shabbos, eating Chazah Shmaltz, or cheating on taxes. So Mavsideh Chassid is one of the big impediments to living a life of being a Chassid is unnecessarily worrying. Now there's an element of worry that we can't help, there's an element of worry which is only natural. But we were given Bechira, we have free will, and we have the ability to sit and to reflect and to meditate and to focus and to try to overcome that sense of anxiousness with a sense of emuna and to cast our lot on Hashem to say, Kodesh Baruch Hu, I know there's a reason. I know there'll be meaning and purpose to what is happening right now. So number one, the biggest impediment is when we unnecessarily worry about things that are out of our control. Our worry never ever made anything better. Worry never ever improved anything especially worry about things that are entirely out of our control. That's number one. Number two is, We last left off, that a Kosh Baruch who can't be found, we can't live a life of piety and righteousness, he can't be a chassid if you're fabisan, a miserable, negative, complaining, pessimistic. You have to be happy. Kosh Baruch who, like us, only wants to be around happy people. He doesn't want to be around miserable, negative, complaining, bitter, angry, resentful people. I don't want to be around such a person, and neither does, and neither does Hashem. The Gon, the Vilna Gon writes that atzvus, that sadness and despondency and despair, they're a stira to nevuah. They're a contradiction, the ultimate impediment to prophecy. Why? Because the source of simcha is the sitra de kedusha. What makes a person happy 
what puts a smile on your face is the confidence that everything that's happening is for a reason, that everything makes sense, that everything comes together, that there's a clarity. That is the source of simcha. It comes from a very holy nikuda, a holy place. So the opposite of it, atzvah is sitra da'achra. Sadness comes from the Yetzirah. Sadness is the alter ego. Sadness is the voice of self-sabotage. Sadness is what tries to bring us down and despair, give up, become hopeless, think that there is no purpose to this world. So therefore we have to overcome that Yetzirah of, of sadness. Vakoshikain, and number three, Ha'anos va'atanugim. The third impediment to living a life of chasidus, the third impediment to being our best selves, is overindulgence in this world and this worldly pleasures. To be entirely immersed in, indulged in, compulsively running after hedonistic pleasures of this world. You know, we're made up of a body and a soul. We're a nefesh bahami, we have the animal in us, the animal instinct and the animal impulse. And then we have a chilek elokami ma'al mamish. We have a godly soul of discipline and dignity a godly soul that yearns and strives and stretches for so much more. And that's the battle that's going on inside us from the moment we woke up, even a moment before. You, I, did we come early or on time or late this morning to shul? Did we talk during davening and did we resist that urge? Did we focus and concentrate or did our mind wander? There are a million battles for breakfast, will we eat which is healthy and, natural and good for us? Or are we gonna eat something which is gonna shorten our life? When our kids didn't get up and get dressed, to get out the door to school and the timeline that we wanted. Did we lose our cool and raise our voice? Or did we calmly and very mindfully engage them in a way that was productive? That's the battle from the moment we woke up. In the first four seconds that you're awake, you've already fought a bitter, bitter battle. Snooze 17 times, get out of bed, make it or blow off short. We've battled from the moment we wake up. So in that battle, the more that we indulge the body, the animal in us, the harder it is to find the soul. The more we starve the soul and feed the body, the less vigorous, the less healthy the soul is. And the more that we take care of the body, the body is able to enjoy the beauty and the pleasures of this world, but we never confuse who we are. We know that we're not a body that has a soul, we're a soul that has a body. Then the soul can thrive. How can you live a righteous, pious life? How can you be present and focused and mindful to always make the right decisions? How could we be in control to the point that we have pride in what we've put out to the world if we give in to that physical indulgence, if we run after and pursue the pleasures of this world? There are people who have this taiva for food. We're going to talk about living with emuna. We're studying a new text starting this morning, Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich, Tivha Emuna. It's a beautiful sefer. He talks about, you see some people, their whole life is defined by food. You put a smorgasbord in front of them, no, nothing else matters. They would trample their own grandmother to get to that smorgasbord. There are other people that money is all that matters. It's a business opportunity, an opportunity to make money. They're giving something away for free. They would run over their own granddaughter in order to get that free thing to make a little bit more money. Not necessarily bad people, but bad judgment. Because when your life is defined by pursuing something in the here and now, it clouds judgment. It absolutely clouds judgment and it clouds our priorities and it impacts our behavior. And it's mefatim halev. It seduces and entices the heart to behave in not our best selves. We can't live our best lives. So what's the answer? What's the antidote to these four things that he mentioned? Number one, Unnecessary worry about things you can't control. 
Number two, sadness and melancholy. Again, not diagnosed that needs intervention and help, but just a general allowing ourselves to be negative and bitter and pessimistic where we can control it. Number three, overindulgence in this world, in the here and now. What can save us from all three, the antidote to all three is bitachon. She'yashlech yahavo al Hashem legamre. He's paraphrasing a pasuk in Tehillim. Yashlech yahavo al Hashem legamre. It's such a beautiful expression. Tavad HaMelech says, to cast your burden on Hashem. Yashlech, to throw it on Hashem. You ever have a good friend? You have a lot going on, you're feeling overwhelmed. And they say, tell me, unload on me. It's okay. Unburden yourself. Tell me. Can't necessarily solve everything, but unburden yourself. Tell me. Confide in me. Unburden. Unload on me. So David Melech says, and here the Ramchal is paraphrasing, Kodesh Baruch says, ah, yeah, don't be down, don't despair, don't be sad, and don't give in to the physical indulgences and act like an animal. Just unburden yourself in me. Tell me your problems. Confide in me. You can't be missing what Hashem has determined is what's right for us. We try our hardest, we take our initiative, we do our best in every situation, in every scenario to solve every problem or to lead our best lives. But in the end, whatever we have, we have to filter and interpret through it's what we're meant to have. It's from Hashem. And what room is there for sadness? After whatever happened is from Hashem, then what room is there for sadness? Tonight on Behind the Bima, we're having a conversation with a rabbi who several years ago very suddenly lost his wife, left him a widow, widower with 11 children. And he wrote, just now wrote a book called Why God? How to Believe in Heaven When You Feel Like Life is Hell. Why God? How is it you lose your loved one, your, your partner? How, where do you find Hashem? So you could live a life of, of, of misery and pain, which won't bring anyone back or make anything better. Or you can carry memory and feel the pain and grief, but yet choose nonetheless, choose to see Hashem and to feel Hashem and to cast your lot on Hashem. We have a tradition, Chazal say in several places, that whatever we have and whatever happens in our life is by design, it's not by coincidence. It's all from Hashem and it's what we're meant to have. And therefore, we may not be happy about it, we may want more and we may try and take initiative to have more, but ultimately, we should feel and know that whatever happens and whatever we have is by design and it was best for us, whether we understand it in that moment or not. And therefore, we can make the choice. We are empowered with a free will to make the choice of what kind of life we're going to live. Living with the Muna 845, tonight behind the Bima, as I mentioned. If you've not joined our WhatsApp groups, to be able to be alerted about the sheer schedule, links, and bonus material, you can do so at rabbiefromgoberg.org slash WhatsApp. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.